Some Podcast Media. The thoughts and opinions expressed on Buried Pleasures are those of the host and the guests and do not represent any views of any organizations that we may volunteer for or be employed by. Listeners should be aware that there may, most likely, be profanity and discussions on topics that may require a little discretion. You have been warned. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Buried Pleasures. Tonight, we have an amazing and eerily spooky group of individuals that are here to share what's their pleasure. And it's Josh and Jamie from Cold Spot Paranormal Podcast. Hey, hi, guys. Hi. Tell tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell the audience who you are, what you do. (laughs) Yeah, so... Um, we're a fairly new paranormal uh, research group. We've been uh, around for what, about four years now. About four. So, um, in fact, up until that time, four years ago, I was actually deathly afraid of ghosts. Right. And so, <laughs> it wasn't until uh, my darling wife actually convinced me to go on a paranormal investigation um, that I actually started to actually fall in love with doing this stuff. Hence why we started our group. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what made you, Jamie, what made you want to do this? Well, I've had experiences from a young age. Um, and I always had this fascination with the paranormal growing up. So read all sorts of books. Like my, my brother, he was in junior high. I was in grade school. He'd bring home books. I'd steal them. I'd read them. Oh, yeah. And I had just this really strong draw to it. Just, you know, the curiosity and, and the possibilities of what this could be and wanting more answers. And so as I grew up, I just I collected so many books and read so many books on the subject. And once I got him to go on his first ghost hunt, we decided shortly after, let's start a group. That's right. He got hooked. You hooked he, him too. I, I yeah. got, oh, and it wasn't hard. No, it wasn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about what was the first little adventure that you guys had together? Talk about that. Yeah, so the first place we ever investigated was uh, Waverly Hill Sanitarium in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, get it? Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> no, I was I, I wasn't meaning to correct you. I'm sorry. Just, no, no, you're right. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you did because if you didn't, I was going to. <laughs> Louisville. Louisville, Louisville. All those folks out there in Kentucky is That's right. Louisville sounds really fancy, doesn't it? <laughs> but it still sounds better than Louisville. Yeah. True story. True story on that. <laughs> For all of you St. Louis people, yuck. No, I'm kidding. Losers <laughs> podcast, my friends from there. Um, anyway, <laughs> so you guys went to the Waverly uh, is sanator is it sanitarium or sanatorium? I don't know. Yeah, I've heard of both ways. Yeah. I think I have too. I, I don't know necessarily that I've, I've never even been there, honestly, but for whatever reason that just, I needed to say that. But anyway, so scary place. Nonetheless, I've had a lot of friends go there. Tell me, what did you experience? That, um, well, besides being absolutely terrified standing in the parking lot, <laughs> waiting to go in, um, I found out that it really wasn't as bad as like your mind makes it out right. to be. Right. It's a beautiful, huge historic building, mm-hmm. and I think the place that was probably the most terrifying has the most terrifying name to it, which is the body chute or death tunnel. or death tunnel. Yeah. Oh, great. So 
during the the pandemic, um, not the coronavirus pandemic, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> this would be tuberculosis. Um, people were dying at such a high rate, and that they didn't want to terrify the patients there, mm-hmm. and so they would bring them out this tunnel called the body chute, and they'd have a hearse waiting aside, and they'd do it at night, so people weren't terrified. But it seems um, all ghoulish, right? Yeah, all yeah. ghoulish. Yeah. But there's no windows. It's really dark and it's real echoey down there. Yeah. Yeah. And so it kind of like plays with your sensors. Or your sensors, sorry. Your, your uh, senses. Gotcha. Um, but we had, we met a couple uh, ladies down there. We did. Um, they used dowsing rods. And I had never seen dowsing rods being used. And I was fascinated. So I just, you know, said, hey, can we join you? And just kind of sit and observe. We'll be quiet. And they're like, sure, come down. So we go all the way down to the bottom of this death tunnel. And they're using the dowsing rods and stuff. And, uh, yeah, we got some good EVPs off of that one. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting to me. Like, this should be called What's Pollyanna's Pleasure? Because um, (laughs) 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 it's my podcast. I can talk about it everyone. But anyway, no, I think that that's so cool. And, you know, like it sounds like, the people are very welcoming, you know, because you already are on this thought process of, okay, are these kooky people that are just out there, you know, they're making up things or what have you. I'm a total believer in the paranormal. You have no, like I'm, I'm right there. I'm total believer. I've had my own experiences. I totally believe in that, but you do, you've seen people that you're just like, okay, really? Are you um, trying to, make this something that it's not or what have you. It's sounds, but you know, just like, and I hate to equate it with people who smoke weed or marijuana, but people are just friendly and nice, right? Like they, there's a good community. It's just like anything else, just good people out there trying to figure out what's going on. I think it's amazing. So you got some cool EVP from that, the body shoot, man, that sounds scary as I'll get out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So what were you feeling when you were there? The worst dread or did you just, was it cold? Like, is it cold, super cold and gross? And just tell me about it. Sorry. <laughs> it's actually quite fascinating. While he was terrified when we pulled up in the parking lot waiting to go in, I would like, hold me back. I want in. I was going to crawl through the window. Right. I wanted to go so bad. For me, it was just the excitement. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things though is, that investigation was a public investigation, so there's mm-hmm. quite a few people there. And when you have so many people, it really makes it hard to get any impressions and feel kind of what the building or what you know the wall fold is putting out mm-hmm. because you have so many other people. And it takes all kinds. You have those there that just want to be there to say, hey, I went on a ghost hunt, look at me. You have others that are very serious, and then you have everybody in between. Right. So... It's really hard, especially in the public, to actually get true impressions of your surroundings. Sure. Sure. But yeah. we did, I mean, we stayed the whole night. In fact, uh, we were the last ones to leave. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Did you see any crazy people that spent the night? But it was you. It was you. <laughs> yeah, it was we were the crazy people. <laughs> um, did you sleep at all? Oh, gosh. Oh, no, not really. <laughs> we got over about three in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see. As the, the night wore on, the people who were there just to say that they were on a ghost hunt, they left they'd left and they were gone. And so there was a lot less people in the building because gotcha. we were up on the fifth floor uh, for a little while, too. And that place was where um, it's kind of a dual section up there. So half of it was children, mm-hmm. like little, little kids. So if you ever seen pictures of Waverly Hills, and they show playground equipment up on the rooftop. Mm-hmm. That's part. That's one side of it. Gotcha. And then the other side is critical care. So the people who are the worst off were on that side of it. Yeah. And up there, it's very. It feels a lot different. It feels very heavy. Oh, really? I don't know if you've heard the story of Mary. No, tell it. Let's let's just tell it for the audience. Let's tell talk about. It. I'm so you know what I'm just excited that you guys are on here. You know we had such a lovely conversation the other night. I'm just I, I'm like fan, this is my fangirl geeking kind of stuff. <laughs> keep talking, keep talking. So Mary was a nurse, and she had kind of fallen in love with one of the doctors there 
in the in the building. Poor man. And we're talking what 1930s, right? And so they had relations, and she ended up becoming pregnant. And now this is where the the story starts to diverge a little bit, but she was found hanging right in front of the elevators one morning. Oh. And there are reports that the baby was found in a room on the fifth floor, thrown down a well. There's a little bit variant on the report. Mm-hmm. And there's also variants on did she commit suicide or was she murdered or what did she die during like a botched abortion? Right. But yeah, that area right there, right outside the nurses' quarters and the and the elevators is very very heavy, very like sad. Gotcha. Gives you that, that skin crawly feeling. I got you. Yeah. yeah. And that's where we got most of our experiences too. Yeah. That's so interesting. We had gone back two years later, right? Yeah, in two thousand nineteen. Um, we went back with our group and mm-hmm. so we had the whole building to ourselves with six people. Oh wow. And it's there in that area that we got an EVP of this man saying, I want to strangle her. Oh, Jesus. Scott yeah. Ooh, I just got cold chills all the way down to my toes. <laughs> oh, listen, you know, I, I have witnessed some really insane things. And, and honestly, like just hearing you say it, like, okay, big, big, big surprise. This is one of my pleasures, like being scared, but not scared at the same time. Right. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Kind of like a thrill ride. Like if you go to an amusement park. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was just having this conversation about like, so in my, in my older years now, I, I don't like scary movies. I don't, it, they absolutely cause me, um, traumatic flashbacks of, of my PTSD stuff from the ER. So I just don't like, I don't, don't do it. So I'm watching things like Disney channel, scary stuff, you know, that's, yeah, it's suspenseful, but not gory and gross. <laughs> Yeah, my husband laughs at me constantly. He's like, "Oh my gosh, you know, you're you like to be scared, but you don't like to be scared in a gory way." And so you're watching, you know, ghost stories on Disney, (laughs) which is, you know, yeah, that's why I do not like scary. I don't like scary movies either. No, I I don't watch them. Not a fan either. I feel like any more scary movies are more about the gore factor. You know, yeah. actual, like a good suspenseful movie. I'll, I'll watch that all day long. I love to be surprised. That's a that's a cool thing. Um, I don't like to be terrified, though. <laughs> no blame you. No. Point where I want to cry. Yeah. So when you go do these paranormal investigations, you have a group you were telling me about. Tell me about the people that are in your group. Yeah. So we have uh, another couple that's with us, mm-hmm. Mike and Terry. They've been, well, Mike's kind of like me, so... He hasn't been doing it very long, terrified growing up of it. And then his wife got him into it as well. As well. <laughs> We're a very persuasive group, aren't we, females? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have um, Elisa, who uh, is our sensitive of the group. Love it. So, yeah, we've seen her do some quite amazing things. Yeah. And that's awesome. You you know, what's a what's a paranormal group without a, you know, somebody with some extra sensory powers that that can really dig in and help you. I think that it's so cool that you do this. And at times I think, you know, we're there's so many things in the world that get discounted. But we just don't know about the paranormal, obviously. We're all in search of what's going on. And nobody has an answer, 100% answer of, yes, there is, no, there's not. But right. the thrill of it is going in search of it. And, you know, even if you prove it to yourself that it's not necessarily what you thought it was, that doesn't take the magic away from what's going on there, right? Exactly. No. no. <laughs> it actually kind of heightens it in a way. Because, yeah. like, we'll go to these places. And it kind of happened with Waverly the first time we were there. It's like You go there, you take a digital recorder with you. You record the night, mm-hmm. and you're like, you know what? We didn't get anything. It's a boring night. I, I talked to the walls all night long. Yeah. And then you get to go back, and you get to review, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, we got an answer here and yeah. here. And it's like, this yeah. is so cool. Yeah, we ended up with some quite amazing EVPs. We did. That's One so we think is actually Nurse Mary. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
And she says two sentences, one of which we, you can hear clearly the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And the second sentence, you can only pick out a couple words. But oh, it was wow. quite extraordinary, especially for our first big experience like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. It, it would be one thing if you, it's like going fishing, right? When you sit there for 10 hours and you don't get a bite and, right. and you're just like, uh, yeah. yeah, you actually got EVP information. Like that's super cool to me. And for those people out there that don't know what that is, can you kind of explain that? What, what EVP is? Yeah. It stands for electronic voice phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And so essentially what it is, it's a voice that shows up on a, on a recorder that you didn't hear with your own ears. If I were sitting listening to the radio and they're static and somebody's talking to me through that, I'm done. <laughs> Turn that off. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. We, it, we call know, that an investigation. Yeah. I call that a keys and out the doors, what I will call that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do that because... Um, you know, I guess it's because I, I ju- again, it's just one of those, it's a thrill fear at the same mm-hmm. time, right? It's so thrilling, but holy cow, when you get down to it, I truly believe that there are ways that we can maybe go through, um, I don't know, let's talk portals, whatever you want to call them, gateways to other um, universes. I don't care what you want to call them that I'm, I, I'm, I'm down for that. I believe that for sure. <laughs> It's adventure. I do. And people can make as much fun as they want. I don't care. Go ahead. I know what I've seen in my lifetime and I know what I've heard. And I've definitely been in situations in the hospital that have caused me to be like, okay, I get it. You're here. Thank you. You know, and a lot of times that's what they want. They want to be acknowledged. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree. I had a, I had a friend who was a medium once that told me, she's like, you know, we all get really afraid whenever these entities may enter into the room with us or what have you, but not, it's not always the dark, you know, that's, that's coming after you. You like, there are energies that only have certain ways that they can communicate with you. And if it's knocking something over, it's not to make you afraid. It's to say, hello, I'm here. Right. Because of movies and all the scary ghost stories you've been told your whole life, you have to sit there and be like, Oh gosh, no, I'm scared. No. (laughs) Well, that's exactly right. A lot of these things have been Hollywoodized. And so if you've never gone out and actually done an investigation, you know, the paranormal, you know, and your only reference is movies and TV shows. Well, in in a lot of ways, you're being very much misled as to what it really entails and what it's really like. That's so cool. So are you, I'm sure that you have been part of investigations where you just know that it's not anything real. Um, But again, tell me what is the one Past the Waverly, because I know you guys had your first date. <laughs> That's so sweet. Um, <laughs> but tell me of the one time that impressed you to the point where you're just like, okay, this is going to be something that we're going to do every weekend. Every time that we have a free moment, we're really going to just get into this. Was there that moment for you or this this opportunity that you saw? Yeah, I think it was, honestly, it was our very next real investigation after uh-huh. Waverly. Um our solo investigation, which ended up being the old Montana state prison in Deer Lodge, Montana, which we have gone back four years in a row. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And that one was neat because it snowed like 18 inches before we showed up for the investigation. Yeah. And we got led into the, to the prison and we were led in by the security staff there. And there was a fresh set of footprints in the fallen snow. And they're like, those weren't there. 10 minutes ago <laughs> and you can see because like they start in the middle of the snow and they just go uh-huh. and then, then they stop which if i was walking if, if i was a human walking in the snow you would see transition from right. Right. the sidewalk to whatnot yeah and i walked out and i followed it i got my vision my my uh, video recording and my digital recorder going and i get to the end and i'm the only one down there and I get this EVP that comes through that says, gotcha. Oh, my JC. It was so thrilling because it was a male voice. And he goes, gotcha. And then he goes, cha, cha, cha. 
just like that. So there was the humor behind that EVP. Yep. Right. So it presented like it was maybe, you know, a spirit that was just like trying to trick you. And he's like, ah, you fell for it, you know? Yeah, right? <laughs> so. uh, I'll totally fall for it every time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you put snow, you put your footprints out in the middle of a snow laden field. And yeah, I'm totally going to follow them too. I, you know, <laughs> It's such a weird and unusual thing to me that we run towards things that make us scared. <laughs> Why? Why do we do that? What makes our brains crave? I, it's, I know the epinephrine, the dopamine, all of those, you know, happy chemicals that are just like, bam, there you are. Let's go. Run. Go. <laughs> but it's so cool that you guys are doing this as a couple, too. I mean, like, I talk to a lot of couples, obviously, because of what I do. But um, this is a cool thing that you could get into with your partner. Like, oh, yeah. A cool thing. I mean, just to be inquisitive about, right? Because at the end of the day, there are some really thrilling and cool and super awesome, you know, things that we can't explain. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And, and this is really our date night, too. Oh, yeah. So this is how we spend time together. Um, in fact, last anniversary, our last wedding anniversary, we did an investigation. Um, and then this anniversary, we're we doing one. We have one scheduled already. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> For next month. Okay. So. Where are you guys going? I just have to know. We're going to the Anton Call House. Where's that? <laughs> That's in Bountiful, Utah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You guys are everywhere. <laughs> yeah. We try to be. <laughs> That's so cool. I know you, the last ghost tour or, you know, let's say ghost tour um, I ever did was in Savannah, Georgia. And I'm going to tell you, you know, there's some absolute things that they make a mockery of, you know, like they, <laughs> they want you to, to, you know, it's campy, it's whatever. But there were some times during some of those and, you know, like little tours and that sort of thing that you're just like, Mm, no, I feel something. No, I saw something for yeah. sure. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and, but then you go through this point where you're questioning in your mind, like, what did I, did I really, did I really see something? And am I doubting myself? Because, you know, I'm pretty, I'm an analytical person. I'd like to believe that I'm educated and, and I don't fall for trickery too well. I mean, I'm not going to say that I don't, but, um, it's it's really interesting to me how our minds grab hold of that that feeling of like exhilaration. That's exactly what it is. It's just that exhilarating feeling of like, oh, okay, Whew. now I feel better. That part's over. But now, what? What, what just? What did anybody just see? What happened? <laughs> yeah. Was I the only one that saw that? No, please tell me. And that's you. You're always looking for validation in that because I want somebody. And it's cool that you have a ready-made partner with you, right? Like if yeah. you see it, she's gonna see it, or vice versa. And so it makes it easier that way. So, oh, oh my gosh, yeah. Tell me, tell me more about paranormal uh, investigations. Like, what how, do you have a step-by-step -step process that you do? What What do you guys do? You know, we kind of wing it, to okay. be honest. Yeah, the like, room, I get it. Sometimes we'll do uh, prior like research and figuring out what's you know kind of haunting location before we go. Um, but a lot of times we don't do anything until after the fact, mm -hmm. which really kind of makes it neat because if we get names or anything like that, you know, we'll go back and we'll look through history and find stuff out and we'll figure out whether or not this actually lines up. Right. And that, and then you get this like this sense of validation, like, yeah, that was really cool. We actually did talk to the homeowner of the, the building, but he owned it like 80 years ago. Yeah. That is so neat. We had up in Lava Hot Springs up in Idaho, we had went on a, a public investigation and it's where you guys sleep on location overnight. So we got a room up there. Um, we ended up getting an EVP, which when we got back home, we did a lot of research. And Josh actually found a link there that made total sense, which validated the EVP that we got. Yeah. So cool. Have you done a podcast about that one? No, no. That was before we started podcasting. Now I yeah. see. Now, now the, you need to do throwback podcasting about it. I right? want to send people to your show to listen about what happened. Tell me again. Tell me. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> so, like Lava Hot Springs used to be the old Colfax um, hospital. 
Mm-hmm. Colfax County Hospital. Is it Colfax? Colfax County. I think it was Colfax County. It's Lava Hot Springs is this tiny little town in southern southeastern Idaho. Mm-hmm. It was before there was a town there. It was actually one of the places where the Ute Indians had a um, a, a treaty with the other warring tribes mm-hmm. that this is a place of sanctity and, and sacredness because of the hot springs and the gotcha. healing waters, and so they wouldn't fight in this area. Um, and eventually there was a hospital and a town built there. And then the hospital went out of business essentially and became uh, like an old folks home. Hmm. Um, and now it is an inn. <laughs> so you can stay in the rooms and the rooms in the second floor, they're recovery rooms from surgical. Um, hmm. The surgical operating center is now the sitting room with the TV mm-hmm. up there. And so we went we, on this investigation, we were told there was an incident that happened on the first floor where there was a guy who was a total non-believer and he decided to get a little inebriated and then fall asleep. And he's like, you know what? I, I don't believe in this stuff. I don't care. Like this is real. And so he was sleeping and he claimed that he was held down by a world war two soldier in bed. Mm. And so we're like, Oh, we got to get to the bottom of this one. <laughs> We got to find out. And so we were down there on the first floor and Jamie was using dowsing rods, asking yes and no questions. So we get some answers and having served nine and a half years in the military, I have at least some knowledge of, of units and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was asking him what his job was in world war two. And so I went through and I went, I went through like infantry and artillery and armor Mm-hmm. and some support ones and, and Jamie had said like you know you're, you're gonna we're gonna be here all night because okay. there's so many things and she, I'm like but there's only so many combat ones and then we get this EVP that comes through and he says I was mountain and I was like hmm that's interesting I was like he can only mean 10th mountain which is up out of Fort Drum New York mm-hmm. and so I looked it up and I was like sure enough they fought in World War II and so this soldier would have been fought and then injured and then recovered back in Indiana or Indiana, I'm sorry, Idaho. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, that's the greatest thing ever. Um, I've had such great luck in the fact that I've had, you know, like past life regression stuff done and that sort of thing. And, you know, they, they tell you to immediately write down everything. And the great thing is, is when you look at that and you compare it to like real life and in the world and look up the places that you say you were, but you've never been, but they yeah. are yeah. actually places. Holy cow. That kind of thing. It's that validation. Uh, yeah. It, it's the validation so that you, you're like, oh, okay. So I'm not really, you know, not crazy. I'm not <laughs> making these things up. They're actually, you know, they're actual things. So Oh my gosh. So where do you see your paranormal investigating? Where do you see it leading you to? Are you going to do the podcast forever? What do you want to do with that? You know, Just hang out and do date nights with them. I love that. Well, absolutely. Those are our date nights. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, we're really in for, for, in it for adventure. And yeah. so we want to take this as far as we can go to wherever we can go, whether it's over to Ireland and in the UK and France and, and, you know, overseas or just through all 50 states because mm-hmm. there's there's stuff everywhere and right. you just get to go find it and right. you know and we get to spend nights in in like some of the most historic places in the country and it's like this is awesome because we get to spend so the night cool. here you know whether or not you, you want to <laughs> normally <laughs> it's one thing but you know i we we enjoy it so much yeah, for us, it's the goal to stay the night in haunted locations. <laughs> yeah. Most people, it's like, no, we want to avoid that. For us, it's like, no, if we can sleep here, we're sleeping here. <laughs> or not sleeping, really. <laughs> yeah, who can yeah, sleep, no, right? Uh, no. More power to you. I was going to say, I want to join you on your dates, but I don't want to sleep there. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, I would be very hard person. You know, like there is, um, in Chillicothe, Ohio, there is an old VA hospital. And I feel like I think over, you know, the decades that I have been in the care positions that I've been in, no place has ever scared me or made me have such a viscerally frightened feeling than that place. 
And of course, you know, it's, it's like every other hospital people have died there. What have you, it's just an old campus and it creeps me to the point where I almost want to just cry sometimes. But then I've, I've heard some of the, my nursing friends that have worked there and people, other people who have worked their security that that place is hopping with paranormal activity, which you have to think in a scientific way, we are all made of energy. We can never be destroyed because we are energy, right? We have been created and, and that's a thing. So, if there's imprints of people's energies or what I, I have no explanation for, because obviously you guys are experts on this paranormal stuff. I just talk about sex stuff, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just do that kind of thing, but you know, that's the figuring this out and, and knowing that this is out there. Were there resources when you guys first started that you looked at or you got information from, or, or do you send people like, Hey, I, if you want to learn more about this, where do you send your, where do you send people to when they ask, do you have a place or do you say you know, hey, listen to my podcast and shut up? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what would you recommend? Well, one, we, when we first started, we learned from other local paranormal teams. So when, okay. when we went on like the public investigations, mm-hmm. that's where we gathered some of our knowledge. Okay. Um, and of course, just, you know, through research and, and going out and doing, we've expanded our knowledge. Right. And, you know, for people that come to us and ask us or for those wanting to know more, I mean, we have a couple, we have some, we have a Facebook page and a Facebook group and Instagram. And a lot of times on our podcast, we'll just kind of point them in that direction say, hey, if you have any questions or thoughts or, you know, or want to know something, just reach out to us there. I definitely believe that people need resources as much as there's millions and billions of pieces of information out there. But if we can find credible sources and, you know, looking in your own community is always the best thing to start with. Um, But yeah. It's very hard for people to reach out, I think, a lot of times because you don't want to be deemed, oh, you're so weird and, you know, like, why are you asking about ghosts? Are you a child? You know, I've had that. <laughs> yeah. Somebody had said that to me once, like, you're telling stories about something that you perceive that you saw. Do you not feel like you're like a little bit juvenile doing that? Nope. I know what I saw. That's I know what deal. I felt. And you can't tell me any different. I don't care. I don't care. That's right. Um, yeah. And, a lot, you know, I, I, I often believe in my heart that we, we do think that things that are scary are always um, malevolent, right? Like they're always bad or mean. But oh, I, don't think that that's, I, I don't think that that's the case all, all the time. But we just get too scared <laughs> to stop and be like, okay, let me figure this out. Because it's hard. It's hard when you're yeah. frightened. Yeah, you go right back to being a five-year-old for sure. Yeah, but again, that comes back to the Hollywood sensualization of things. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the reason why I was so terrified of ghosts is that at, I was either five or six years old, I'm not sure which one, but I ended up watching Poltergeist with my family. Oh, you crazy thing, you. (laughs) I'm not sure if it was crazy or... Nightmares for years. (laughs) I still dream about that preacher. I do. Yeah. See, I don't remember much of it. Like, like talking about like trauma, like that yeah. traumatized me to the point that I don't remember anything other than the end of it where they threw the TV out the door. <laughs> yeah, and like also watched The Shining oh. at a young age, and so yeah. Needless to say, like they <laughs> didn't have the best choices in movies as a child. <laughs> um, where would your mother? Yeah, sitting there letting me watch it. Well, never mind then. <laughs> you know, that's the funny that my, my daughters, you know, I have, I've been married a couple times <clears throat> anyway. And, um, my, my girl's father allowed them to always watch scary stuff. They, he, you know, it's funny to him. And they'd come home and be like, oh, I watched the scary movie, Mom. I watched, uh, I think, the one, last one that I remember really throwing a fit over was The Gallows, I think is what it was called. And basically, it's just gory stuff, people getting hung and all that kind of stuff in the high school. It's got to be great for, you know, it's great, whatever. But 
in my mind, I, I just keep saying to my children, please don't put that garbage in your brain because all you're going to think about every time you turn around, I'm trying to help you. You're not going to want to pull the shower curtain closed when you're in there alone because you're going to be afraid somebody's going to come and get you. <laughs> Stop doing that to yourself. You're ruining it. <laughs> Dude, after I saw the, not the original um, 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 Psycho, Right. Yeah. With the Bates Motel. I, not, I, not the original, but the second one, I was petrified, literally petrified to ever get in the shower ever. Oh, no. I, I couldn't do it. I, and you know how cold it gets when you're in the shower and that little crack is in the shower curtain. Yeah. yeah. You're coming through. I, I probably for, I don't know, maybe six years of my life, I can remember leaving that little crack so I could see if anybody was walking into the bathroom. While I was oh there. my goodness. I know well, it's, it's ridiculous things, but also I've worn glasses my whole life and I can't see with my glasses off <laughs> and short of wearing them in the shower. At least I can see shadows through the crack. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Totally get it. That's, that's why I got a clear shower curtain. Oh, so you're so smart. So that way I wouldn't be terrified of what's behind it or what's, you know, coming in. See, that's another thing. That's a whole nother level of uh, of psychosomatic trauma that we're doing to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> because we love to be scared, but also we're so very curious. And I don't know why um, some people see entities or energies or have empathic abilities versus other people. I think we all, we, I believe that we all have the power to do this. It's just... Yeah where our mind is at the moment that it happens. If you're not open to experiences, things aren't going to happen for you. That's just exactly. it. And you can, you can say all you want, but I will never discount something that somebody has told me, even though I might giggle about it for a second. I have to still believe that if you're saying that you see it, then I believe you because yeah. that's what I have to do. Yeah. No matter how phantasmic it might seem at, at right. the time. Right. I have a good example, and this is not necessarily a paranormal thing, but I totally believe in my heart it's paranormal. So you guys be the judge of this. I'm uh, in, a, in an ER working in Columbus, Ohio, and I'm at the bedside getting ready to start an IV on a, an elderly gentleman who has not spoken for the, the family says he's not spoken a word aloud in like 20 years. He had a stroke earlier, never spoke another word since then been living in a nursing home or care facility, what have you. So I'm starting this IV. The family's all standing around the head of the bed. So nobody's behind me. There's just a wall and I'm, you know, cleaning the area, put on the tourniquet, doing all the things that good nurses do. And as I'm sticking the IV, the gentleman looks over at me, looks behind, like almost through me and says to me in the whisperous, most scary voice look behind you <laughs> oh okay wow. now, i'm gonna tell you all right now in that moment i hurriedly snapped closed the IV catheter taped it i know that they must have seen tears rolling down my face i was like on the edge of so petrified <laughs> that i couldn't even i could barely move honestly and the family's like oh what did you say, daddy? What do you know? What were you saying? And he said it one more time, a little louder, look behind you. And I was gone out. Couldn't do it. Oh, there was nothing God. there. That man ended up dying. Not even 20 minutes later. I'm telling you, I believe somebody was coming to get him, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I don't think it was, it didn't feel mean or bad or terrible, mm -hmm. but again, what we don't know what we're going to see, prior to us passing or, you know, like we, we don't know, we don't know. Right. No. And nobody's no coming back to tell us, frankly, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, figure it out on your own. It's like being a parent, you'll get it, figure it out. Yeah. Um, but I just believe in my heart that some people just have a little more of a sensitivity to that than others. And, and I'm happy to, to do whatever I can to bring awareness to the fact that there's something out there. I don't know what it is. Yeah, none yeah. of us really know. No. And people can make as much fun about it as they want until they experience it in real life and in the world. It's a, it's a little something. But I still, to this day, like I'll have a dream. I have dreams about that a lot. Like that, just the face of that man. 
And, you know, I'm just here to tell you for people who haven't worked in the medical profession, and this is not any kind of terrible thing that I'm trying to say, the people who have lived in a nursing home who have had strokes in the past have facial drooping. They're not exactly not scary looking. Okay. You know, it's scary to see people contractured, you know, like bent arms, bent knees, because no, you know, they haven't had mobility for long periods of time. It's scary. It's scary as it is. You know, it's like watching in the, what is it? The exorcist when the ladies exorcist three, as a matter of fact, because that's exactly what I was watching when the film melted when I was in high school and I was sneaking out and went to the movie theater and the woman who crawls the, across the ceilings, you know, in that yeah. weird ring kind of way. You know? yeah. <laughs> that's right. All disjointed. Right. And that's exactly what people look like. And it's such a scary thing because, you know, a lot of times you are the last people that see these people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and why would they not try to contact or reach out and talk to you if you're the last person that they're seeing? Scary stuff, guys. I don't know. I don't know how you do it, but I'm really excited to talk to you about it because it makes me all giddy. It does because I'm 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 working on the, you know, like I'm I'm teetering on holy shit, I'm really scared. And this is really exciting. I'm really excited. And you know what? We actually, kind of, you kind of go through those emotions while you're investigating too, because um, things will move or you'll hear something or you just get that feeling that right. something malevolent has mm-hmm. shown up and you're like, oh, that's creepy. Um, and then, re- but you're like, but I want to talk to you too. Yeah, right? Talk yeah. to me. Well, because you just want validation, right? You want, yeah. Like, yeah. if you're hearing it, you want somebody else to hear it too. Yeah. To confirm, yeah. Yeah, and we've done um, we've done two places, or actually technically three places that have been nursing homes. And I don't know, there's always a sense of, there's a different sense of sadness that comes with those long-term care facilities. Yeah. But they've never not been haunted. Right. Well, I mean, if that's where you've spent the majority of your time, why would it not be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, your end of day. Where yeah. else where else are you going to go? And some mm-hmm. people that's the only home that they've known for a long time. That's so sad. Yeah, oh. we talked we talked to this one lady and she stayed behind. We we believe that when when that time does come, you have a choice whether or not you want to move forward or stay behind. And she stayed back cuz she was angry. Mm-hmm. She was angry that she got put in the home and that her family left her there. They just oh. dumped her. Essentially here gone yeah that happens. and yeah all of her family was dead everyone that she was mad and angry with was gone mm-hmm. and she was still there and she's like i i want to go i want to i'm ready to go and let go of my anger yeah yeah wow. she's ready to go and so we helped her on that's what i was gonna get did you do like do you do you do any kind of exercise like i'm not exorcism but <laughs> No, <laughs> do you, what kind of things do you do to help them get re- I mean, like, is there a possible way for that? Like, what do you do? There, there is. We believe there is. Okay. Believe, and, and, um, our teammate, Elisa, she largely handles that. Mm-hmm. She always, uh, assists us in that because we're not. We've done it, but we're not right. skilled at it. Gotcha. Not enough. No. You know, it is, there is a learning curve to it. Um, she is, and. So yeah, she will help. I mean, we've even had spirits come here to our home. Yeah, I know. And ask us, can you, we're ready. Can you cross us? Yeah. So, and that's so cool. Yeah, it's rewarding. And we hope that where they're being sent is to a better place. I mean, but like anything, we, we don't know. This is a thing that I think about. Like, I, I believe in reincarnation. That's just what I believe in. That's me. Mm-hmm. And again, you have your choice of where you want to go, if if you want to go, if you don't want to go. Right. What if you've been doing this for like, thousands of years, assisting other people <laughs> to go on to the other side? How cool is that? Right? That would, that would be neat, wouldn't it? That, yeah, I think that, that, that's what I would be telling people all day long, if I were you. This is what we do. <laughs> I would, because you know what? regardless of what anybody wants to say, you know what you're doing, you know it and it works and it works for you and it's great and it makes other people excited. And I think that giving other, you know, just doing the podcast so that you can talk to people and, and having the groups in your community, 
It's a great thing to do because why would you not having yeah. the information that you have? And I want to know about the dowaging rods too. Like I want to, like, I want to figure that out. I'm excited about that. I'm going to talk to you guys more about that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Those are my go-to. The dowaging rods are my go-to. I found, I found it's this really strong draw to them. Mm-hmm. And when you have a pair of dowsing rods, those become yours as in if you don't, when other people use them, it may not work for somebody else because mm-hmm. those are your rods. And yeah. somehow they know, like your energy, they know. Sure. And it's the weirdest thing. What are they made out of? The Copper. Copper. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a pair behind me. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Oh, yours? No, yours. Well, I thought mine were upstairs. Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> no worries. No worries. <laughs> He can't keep his hands off my uh, I don't know. He doesn't have his headphones on. I can't say anything. <laughs> you can't keep her your hands off her stuff, basically. No, no, I definitely can't. Well, the problem is, is mine, I left at an investigation and they are now gone. Of course yeah. they are. Do you know what copper's worth? <laughs> oh, well, it is worth. Mine weren't that. So these are special ones. Yeah, um, these are hers, too. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, mine are gone, but they actually they light up. They light up. I don't know if you can oh, see wow. that. Yeah, Neat. there you go. So you can see them in the dark, and okay. it's just it's just a copper rod, mm-hmm. and then it's then there's a copper piece that goes inside of this ball bearing um, sleeve, essentially. Oh, gotcha. So it twists. And so they just rotate. That is so super cool. So and hers are a little her, the one that she normally uses is just a copper rod inside of a mm-hmm. copper case. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way you can affect. You can't manipulate them by because they're in uh, the tubing, and uh-huh. so the, you can't you can't move. Oh, them. that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I think totally. My, I can remember my grandmother showing me how to find water with those. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I remember that as a kid. I don't remember them being copper though. I swear I don't. But I remember her showing me how to use those to look for water. Um, never anything paranormal, by the way. Um, <laughs> but right. that was something that she learned as a little girl. And, and I often wondered, like, it's just the, it's geographical energies, right? Like, that's, yeah, that's what it's, it's just magnet magnetism of the earth that yeah. makes yeah. things in that change in the uh, polarity. I think that that's interesting. Oh my gosh. I could talk about this all day, <laughs> but I, I know. <laughs> I know you guys have other things to do in your day as well. So if you had to say, what's your pleasure, Josh and Jamie, you can go one at a time or, or both at the same time. I don't care how you do it. Let's tell, tell me what about this is your pleasure. Yeah. I mean, paranormal investigation is such a pleasure. Yeah. It, it's, it's so much fun highly recommend it to anyone to try at least once. Mm-hmm. There's lots of places you can go out on public investigation. Mm-hmm. They, they range in cost, um, usually anywhere from 20 to $150, depending on where and, and who will be there. But mm-hmm. absolutely, um, without a doubt, it's so much fun. All right. Yeah, and I think the same for me, but it's not just the um, investigating. It's the history of the location, the surrounding areas, you know, you know, when you get EVPs, like when you ask for a name and you get an EVP of a name, it's trying to connect that name with that property, with that building. So it's the history behind it, too, because it's all intertwined. Yeah. yeah. You know, we like to say that everybody's got a story to tell. Mm-hmm. And that's what we really want to find out is who is at these locations and why. And who and, who, and what did they do? Like, who were they? Yeah. Right. And yeah, that's so, I could talk to you guys for hours about this, but (laughs) regardless, so tell the audience how they can find you, where you guys are. Yeah. So you can, you can find us, uh, you can find our podcast. Uh, We're called Paranormal Peeps Podcast and you can find us on Facebook underneath the same name. And uh, you can find us on Instagram at uh, coldspot underscore paranormal underscore research. Are we not on Twitter? And yeah, and we are on Twitter at CPR Paranormal. <laughs> I was gonna say I found you on Twitter. Twitter you, space you has been a godsend for me. I'm not lying. I <laughs> I really do enjoy it, and it makes 
you know, it just makes finding people to collaborate with so easy. Holy cow, I should, they should pay me for as much as I say, Twitter spaces, Twitter spaces, Twitter spaces. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, it has been such a pleasure speaking with you. Um, I can't wait to talk to you more. And one day we're going to meet and go on a paranormal investigation somewhere. 100%. 100%. You're not far from us. No. So. Well, I well, we're talking. Just you wait. All right, guys. <laughs> just as a reminder, I am Pollyanna Amazing, and this is Buried Pleasures. You can find me at buriedpleasures.com, Buried Pleasures on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of the social medias, TikTok, whatever, all of them. And most of your major podcasting platforms, you can find us there. And thanks again to the guys from, guys and ladies, sorry, Jamie, I don't want to leave you out of there. <laughs> from Cold Spot Paranormal Investigation. I love you guys so much. Thank this you. Thank you so much. Great. You're welcome. And I'll have you back soon. Everybody have a great day. All right. Bye. When it rains, it pours. Water's up to my chin. Won't stop fighting to the very Sunrise on the sun.